Yeah, he's having like time flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Time flashbacks. No, so I he guess like went back in time and right. like changed it and went to like a different reality. Yeah, because he split so like, off yeah. of the so continuum. Like, yeah, like in Back to the Future Two or whatever, when they go back, but then they go back and they're like, "Oh, it's Biff World, it's mm-hmm. Trump World." Mm-hmm. Um, which literally he was based on Trump in that movie in Back to the Future Two. Oh, you know Biff what I'm talking about? Based, yeah, yeah. Dude. Now you see it, right, dude? Shit. Yeah. Now it makes sense. So it was like that. And so, but then when he went back, he was like, oh, everything's different and weird. And I'm not the Flash. This other dude's the Flash. Right. But I still have Flash powers. I still have my powers, but this other dude's the Flash because of a chain of events that happened, that occurred because of me going back in time and changing stuff. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, did it make any sense to you at all? That part, I mean, it made enough sense to get what was happening in the moment and to know that it was basically an alternate reality or an alternate universe or something that all originated from the initial time travel yeah it made sense i mean it was a good episode and stuff um i started getting into the characters and you know i was entertained what do you watch you watch like any shows i used to like not watch tv pretty much at all until the flash yeah and then i was like now but then like you have to watch the flash and then there's like spinoffs so there's like two spinoffs see no, I don't really, I don't do that. I mean. And now they have four because they have Supergirl now, which is Supergirl is legit good. They had just had Superman show up and he's just like, hey, I'm Superman. I've been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's hang out. <laughs> no, you know, I I get home, I go, or I usually eat. I guess I watch Archer. I listen to a couple podcasts or whatever, uh, or watch ESPN. That's really about it, I guess, right now. Yeah, that's the thing. That Yeah, that's why I listen to so many podcasts, because you can do it while you're doing other stuff. Where it's right. like, you can't be like, I'm just going to watch The Flash while I drive to work. Like, that just, exactly. that just yeah. doesn't, uh, exactly. it's not as easy to do. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> See, you're going to have to be the one that keeps, that educates me on the pop culture stuff, because I'm woefully deficient, and I can give the sports perspective. So I think it'll work out that way. Because, yeah, I, I'm i very behind on all shows, all series. I'm sure they're great, but I just wasn't committed to it. I remember being really into Lost when it happened. Oh, because yeah, for sure. I, how many seasons of Lost? There's like there? eventually seven. I Lost was from, was from a different time that I would legit tape episodes of Lost on VCR. VCR? I taped it on Wait VCR. Wait a second. Oh, no, dude, VCR was. It was like still... two. It was like two thousand and three. Oh, of course. Two thousand and five, maybe. You said there was six seasons of it. There was like seven seasons of it. Seven seasons eventually. of it. So I didn't you... even watch the seven season. After the sixth season was like so bad, I was like, I can't even do it. I kind of want to go back and finish it, but it's like I forgot everything that happened now. Okay, I see. I can't even understand that because to me. I watched the first six seasons of it over winter break at Penix's apartment. Oh, see, that's the way to do it, man. I was trying to watch it week to week. It was horrible. So it felt like it was two seasons. This was like before you, they didn't have streaming Netflix. Like that didn't exist. It was like you buy it on the DVD. Right. But if you don't want to wait for the DVD to come out, you have like no other way to get it. Pirate that off the internet or whatever. So I remember I would have to like, sometimes like I would have to like set the timer on my VCR to be like record at this time because I'm not even going to be there. I have to work or whatever. Um, Kids don't know what it's like nowadays, Chuck. They don't know the pain. Seriously. They don't know the pain of the 90s through the early 2000s. Seriously. That's a whole era. You know how there's like 
the 80s. When did you, did the 80s take place? You'd think it'd be like 80 to 89. But what do you think it re- what is the era of the 80s? It's not the same as the actual years that are in the 80s, right? I would say probably you could probably stretch out 79 into the 80s or something. Maybe. Right. See, I yeah, like I would say like Star Wars, that's 70s, not 80s, but like mm-hmm. it's also kind of 80s. Yeah. Right, because it bridges kind of kind of straddles the ends of one era and the beginning. But like of the I era. would say like the 90s, to me the 90s didn't really start until grunge. You mean like Pearl Jam and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, that's like 92. Like, if you go to 91 or 90, that's not really the 90s. That's just still the 80s. Still the 80s is still happening there. I guess I I was aware of Pearl Jam and stuff, and I love Pearl Jam these days. But back in... Back in the 90s, I wasn't that into Pearl Jam. There was a guy in my Boy Scout troop that was super into it. Back then, I was kind of more into the R&B pop stuff, like on Sweet 98. (laughs) Oh, dude, have you listened to Sweet 98 Lunch? Mm -mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Every day, I hope they're still doing it. They did it for a long time. Every day at lunchtime from like like 11 to noon or noon to 1 or somewhere in there, Mm -hmm. they do like the Sweet 98 Lunch Hour where they just play songs. Like old songs from like the nineties and the and nice, the, uh, and so they'll be playing like waterfalls. Awesome. That was one of the jokes I played on my brother growing up. My mom for his birthday was like, "What? What do you think Mike would like for his birthday?" And I said, "You know, he's really into this TLC single oh, called dude. Waterfalls," and she bought it for him for his birthday, among other gifts, you know, but. He was just like, why the hell did you... <laughs> Dude, that song, that song is so good. I love that song. Oh. I also love playing those kind of tricks on my brother. So it all worked out. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. Oh, another one that I played on him. I loved the song In a Big Country. Oh, yeah. By, by Big, a Big Country. Country oh, by yeah. Big Country on the album I'm going to have to put Country. so many songs in this right now. And that song, I would play that song over and over <laughs> And drive my brother insane. Uh, and he had to come pick me up from my job at the YMCA one night because I didn't have my car. And I knew he was coming to pick me up, so I called the radio station. It was 80s request night. And I said, hey, I really want to hear the song. In a big country, my name is Michael Williams. He gave him my brother's name. <laughs> so that when my brother got there to pick me up, he heard the request on the air on the radio, oh. saying, I'm Mike Williams, I love Big Country, I want to hear that. And he was just like, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're Would such they play an that asshole. on the radio? Oh, yeah. What? It was 80s request night. Oh, Dude, man. every night. They play, they still, I hear it on the radio every once in a while Damn. still to this day. That's pulling, that's some deep pulls, man. Dude, I love I, that I'd be hard-pressed to find that song. Dude, there. that's such an easy song to find. Like, yeah. I don't know. Do you do, like, Spotify or, like, Pandora or any of those? Uh, I That's, do. like, the thing to do now is, like, you just I subscribe guess. and you pay money like Netflix and it's, like, you get albums that you can just I listen to really all the time. I don't really do that, no. I don't either. I do YouTube. We're not cool. <laughs> We're not cool anymore. I guess not, man. I'm still, I'm from the era of just downloading it. Just like an MP3. Right. I mean, I guess the streaming thing is caught on and everything, but maybe when this podcast takes off and we get a Patreon going or something, I'll 
I'll get on some Spotify. That's right. <laughs> Once, yeah. We're too you know. old and stuck in our ways like new music. Seriously. I got plenty of music. I have I'm to subscribe done. to the radio. <laughs> Back in my day, the radio was free. I'll go listen to my car. Yeah, you just sit by the tape and you'd be like, I gotta tape this. And you just gotta sit by the radio. <laughs> oh, dude. And then you have All to wait time. till the song comes on. And you they're know. like, oh, oh, you talk, the DJ's still talking. Shut up. The yeah. song is starting. I'm missing the song. Dude. <sighs> dude. I would just tape the whole high five at nine, except... <laughs> oh, then you go back and Then you have it? all the commercials and oh, shit, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could just, yeah, record it and then stop it when the commercials and then start it again, but then you forget but to you start were... it again. Oh. Yeah, you'd have to be paying attention, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe back then I was yeah. more adept to being able to do That's that. That's what I'm saying, man. When you may ha- when you wanted to make a mixtape, you had to work. Dude. Seriously. You had to. That was like... Seriously. That's why it meant so much. When you'd be like, I made you a mixtape. People would be like, that must have taken hours. <laughs> it took me all damn afternoon. All weekend. Yes. All weekend long. And it's not dude. even that good because it's all yes. shitty and the DJ keeps <laughs> talking over it. Seriously, there's uh, a little bit of feedback there. Right. You know. Halfway through the song, it's like, and then... I want it. Sweet 98 Summer Jam. <laughs> yeah. Wow, 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 wow. You're listening to Sweet 98. The air horns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for it. the fade out there, Sweet 98. So oh, bad. Should we start this podcast? Give me a second here, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we've been podcasting for 10 minutes already. I know. Maybe we've got some good intro before we do the intro, and then we could just be like, it's time to drop that beat, you know? And then bum, 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 bum. You know what I'm saying? For sure is damn good. Oh, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> you are listening to the Liquid Flannel Podcast, and we are your hosts, Chuck. And Brendan brothers from a different mother and uh we are coming in again here to talk about what are we talking about tonight brendan well you know first of all i think in one way i'd like to point out we're brothers from the same mother and that mother is the 90s okay i was about to think you were gonna say mother earth or something yeah so, oh, yes we are mother, all brothers mother gaia has brought us together from the ultimate mother the life force flows yes. through us but are we really brothers from the 90s i mean well you were were you born in the 90s no, i was are you... <laughs> how dare you okay I, I was born in 84 okay the coolest year Duh. to be born gotcha. in gotcha so we kind of are brothers from the 90s and stuff because i guess i was what 10 to 20 damn i guess that was the sweet spot of my youth the 90s so um Definitely a lot of Ace of Bass. A oh, lot yeah. of um, that was my first tape. Yep, had an Ace of Bass tape. MC I Hammer. I think I maybe stole it from someone. I I can't really remember. <clears throat> Boys to Men. They were probably like, "Yeah, you could have that. I don't want it anymore." <laughs> right. I was like, "Yes." Cassette tapes. Dude. Oh, I love Ace of Bass, dude. That was the decade of cassette tapes strewn about highways, from just getting <laughs> twisted and tangled in people's car players. Just throw it out the window. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. Man, what what else from the nineties? You know, I guess flannels, man. Yeah, flannel. With flannels, I just absolutely pour them right on, and then I just you know, slink off to junior high. Flannel was cool in junior high. Well, I guess in 
you know, the prairie state of Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Flannel is cool. It, it was always cool. You know? It never went out of style. No, definitely not. So An you know, eternal high, classic. You know, I mean, you wouldn't wear your flannel every day, but, you know. Oh, I would. Same one. I guess for... Just till it had holes in it. At the start of seventh grade, silk shirts were really cool. Oh, man. And if you couldn't have a silk shirt, you had like a rayon shirt, you yeah. know. But everyone's like, "Man, get that fake ass!" <laughs> you know? I think by the time by the time I got a silk shirt, people were like, "Look at this kid! Who does he think he is? Right. <laughs> Don't even try with that, please." Yeah, get out of my face, nineties yep. kid. I definitely wore a silk shirt to seventh grade dance, but and probably still stonewashed jeans, acid wash, not quite like the uh, emails that Trump alluded to, but you know. <laughs> Stonewash for sure. Tight roll. Vision Streetwear. Ocean Pacific. Oh, Hypercolor. Oh, yeah. That? That was, was that 90s? I guess. I guess it was. That was like 93, 92. I feel like that. But then I you put like your, you was. put your hand on it. It was like your shirt would be like purple, and then you put your hand yep. on it, and it'd be like yellow. You'd be like, what? What about Millie Vanilli? That was the 90s. <laughs> Those were the highlights of the 90s right there. You heard them all, folks. Dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> there were great times. Nothing else happened in the 90s. Well, thankfully, Wait. counting crows. The 90s never have to die because Trump and Clinton, you know, keeping it alive, you know, oh, bringing it all yep. back to the 90s. Yep. So, some stuff is some stuff has went down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um So, since we last spoke, we were like, "Hey, we should talk about that Obama talks about race thing." <laughs> yeah. And then we kind of watched it and we were like, this is kind of boring. He really yeah. didn't talk about anything controversial at all. He it's was just like overcoming obstacles. Yeah, he was like, yeah, stay in school. Don't quit. Go mm-hmm. go team. Team. Go team USA. USA. Woo! Yep. yep. I was like, what? I thought this was going to be like a substantive issue, you know, issues-based conversation about race and class in America. Yeah. We only no, gave it about really. five minutes. But to be fair, we did look at the highlights right. in the article. Didn't talk about... Didn't talk about Kaepernick. Didn't talk about Black Lives Matter. Didn't talk about <clears throat> anthem protests at all. Nope. But you know who did talk about anthem protests? Notorious R B G. R B G. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> oh yeah. From the Supreme Court. Bringing That's right. it down from the streets. You know, from the tower to the streets. Hey. So she gives an interview to Katie Couric. And why was she giving an interview to Katie Couric? Katie Couric has a talk show on Yahoo. Did you know that Yahoo has like shows and stuff? They had community for a while. Mm -mm. It's crazy. I did not know They're like, Yahoo, we're like Netflix now. It's like, not quite. So anyway, Katie Couric has a talk show. And she's talking to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, liberal icon. People call her notorious RGB for how hardcore she is about liberal law is she but not really and that's what the story shows is okay. that she's like kaepernick kneeling for the anthem that's disrespectful that's like burning a flag that's right. you know it's just terrible acknowledging racism is definitely acknowledging racial inequality especially since the courts aren't going to do it you know that's that's tantamount to wishing that britain won you know like the revolutionary (laughs) war which they might as well have if we don't respect the flag britain may as well as one just raise a union jack on up because why not seriously but yeah i think for but you gotta remember she's so old she's like 80 sure she 
from a different time. Right. And, you know, I think she's from a time when that meant a lot. And, you know, it still means a lot to a lot of people. But I think a lot of younger people, the flag, the, the anthem, it's all kind of just empty symbolism so much. Right. It's like, don't do anything. You can be a terrible person. That's fine. But don't mm-hmm. disrespect the flag or the anthem. Um, where I think younger people are like, yeah, that's just a, that's just a symbol. You right. know, how about like we live life like mm-hmm. that's my that's the way I show respect to the country. I live my life in a way that I think is good. Right. I don't just pretend that I care so much about a piece of cloth with some stripes on it. Well, you know, I and I it's weird for me to be thinking about it in this context, but the same argument can be made about the Confederate flag, too. I mean, there used to be a time in my life where that would piss me off to see something like that. And to be like, okay, this person is trying to make a statement and they're trying to provoke me right. to react. You know, that's just kind right. of how I felt. And and it, and it used to just kind of make my, my blood pressure go up a little bit, just like my anxiety. But at the same time, it's, it's almost the same argument. Are you really going to let that work you up? Right. And I've kind of had to, you know, living in the Midwest, you have to let that go real quick because, you know, everyone's not everyone, but (laughs) there are enough people out there where, you know, you see it on t-shirts on occasion. Right. Yeah. I mean, you see it on sale at Walmart for $5.99, you know, know. every place that sells flags has, you know, a Confederate flag to buy, you know, at those. But hey, it's right next there to that gay flag. Right next to that gay flag. Separate but equal. That's right. Those are equivalent. That's right. Things. Right next to a flag to of slavery and a flag of like, hey, maybe being gay is not so bad. In the outline, it's the same thing. It's of all the just continent flags. of Africa. <laughs> right next to that. Right next to Bob right. Marley smoking a giant right. cigar. You know. <laughs> so. But um, I don't know, man. If we just don't let this slip, our country could just descend into, you know, di- flag disrespect. you know there are worse things that our country could descend into right you know speaking of burning flags though we actually have burned flags did you ever do a flag burning in boy scouts Scouts? absolutely we're the privileged we gotta (laughs) check our flag burning privilege you know we've been there in controlled environment adults watching us obviously but yeah i don't know they would get the flags from people who'd be like oh this was an old flag from our church or whatever yep give it to the boy scouts and then you go out to the it's worn you know, out and shouldn't be flown anymore. Right. You and, go out to the oil drum in the woods or whatever. Right. Yeah. It, that's uh, exactly what it was. Slowly lower it in and then be like, oh, it smells really bad. Oh, it goes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I remember, I don't know if it was a summer camp or a camperie, but we right. had to burn like a bunch of them or something. It was like three flags or something. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. And I get that people just want a reason to say, everyone do this, but we have the, the the freedom to not do that. And you would think someone on the Supreme Court would kind of look at it a little bit more nuanced, right. you know? It was just kind of like what we were saying on the, on the on the first episode, where it's like, you have that freedom, but you should never use it. It's so mean mm-hmm. to use your freedom, which... Is she even a football fan? I mean, does she even care? Like, I know, yeah. Why would she even comment, really? Especially when she also said recently, like, oh, Donald Trump is a horrible person who you know shouldn't be running for president or whatever and then uh she was like nah, maybe i shouldn't have said that but then it, she'll just turn around and be like this football guy what does he think he's doing over here yeah i mean that's really showing kind of the twilight zone feel of this right. um 
this year 2016 the year of our lord right. <laughs> you know because you've got all these conservatives basically wanting to vote for a person that says they're a democrat right. and saying that we have to stop this person that says they're a republican that says terrible things quote unquote but then when someone's like i'm going to use my first amendment right to make a statement about a thing that is a problem in this country that i feel like we're not talking about everyone's like man you need to gtfo you need yeah. to get out of here it's seriously get out of here with that political correctness yeah. what do you think this is a progressive space <laughs> yeah Mm-mm. Mm-mm. this Talk- is football we're talking about my problems please go put your helmet on and get ahead of jury <laughs> for us in our entertainment that i don't even watch you know so. right. but i hear it's great it's good it's big fans although the the uh caveat is Colin Kaepernick is getting to start this weekend, so that's going to be exciting. Yeah, what and, happened to the other guy? Did he you know, get injured or something, or is um, he just doing bad? I have no idea, but I think they've only won one game so far no, this man, season. Try, try so you new. might as well right. t- toss him in there. You Tris, know? Try someone. Maybe his heart being crushed by the injustice of America, taking him to his knees, is going to rise him again like the phoenix on the field. Dude, this isn't some... Well, it very well could be the making of a great Disney story, but... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> who would you cast as Colin I, Kaepernick in the I Disney love, movie? Of God, <laughs> taking a knee Shamar, for injustice. Shamar Moore. He would be the Colin. <laughs> Michael Kaepernick. B. Jordan. Michael. B., well, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> he was in some stuff. The dude from Barbershop. The guy that like maybe from Barbershop Two that looked like kind of Cedric a the Entertainer. No, not that dude. No, Ice no. Cube. <laughs> now I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Damn. Colin, the thing is, okay, I admit that I love sports. I love athletic competition. I follow some leagues more closely than others. And the NFL, just at this time, you know, I'm not really following it. Um, I usually don't get that much into it until, like, it gets closer to playoffs. Colin Kaepernick took the 49. I mean, he didn't start the season, but, you know, he ended up taking them to the Super Bowl a few years ago. I don't know. I think it was his rookie season or yeah. something like, or one or two years into the to the league. It's clearly terrible. You know, he should start go play baseball. I, so I don't know what happened to him, and now it's just kind of like he's in the doghouse and and being picked out. I mean, he's got some years behind him. He should do okay. It'd be it would be great to see him perform well on stage now, since everyone's going to be scrutinizing him anyway <laughs> right. for things it that have be... literally nothing to do yeah. with the sport. It would be a big bummer if he got all this publicity and then was like now you're gonna start and he just came out and was terrible well because yeah someone just got fired like got let go in the last couple weeks and you know what the worst part is is they'll Mm. be like see what i tell you if you (laughs) if you stand up for injustice it makes your game weak you can't be having that you're just saying it because you're trying to stay relevant (laughs) (laughs) exactly you're trying to get your twitter followers up did you see that (laughs) Uh, speaking of crazy NFL stars, Tebow still playing baseball. Oh yeah! And somebody in the fields was having some sort of medical episode, and Tebow ran over to him and like laid his hands upon him. No way! Yes, <laughs> dude. What? And it just revived and was, him, and he was healed. Shut up! Yeah, dude. Dude, did this guy have leprosy? <laughs> was he I bet like... he was. I think he was a plant in the crowd that Tebow what? put there to get. He was like, I haven't been in the news lately. I need to get up on this, dude. He was just in the news. I just read an article about how <laughs> dudes there, like 
on his team were like selling his autograph. Like he would just right. give them like signed memorabilia. Right. He would give it to Trump, who'd buy it with his fake charity, mm-hmm. and then he'd keep it in his office for charity. Right. You know, that's how it that's how he does. So speaking of Trump, I have to read. So Trump has gone a little off the off the deep end. He's he's really not in a good place right now. Dude, Trump lives off the deep right. end, man. And as we suspected after the last debate, some more stories have started coming out about Trump. More people coming forward saying like, yeah, this dude's creepy and he totally groped me or sexually assaulted me. Right. So the New York Times publishes some of these reports and Donald Trump is is not happy about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like with Donald, it, it's really weird because the things I'd been hearing was that he was, you know, going into the locker room or not the locker room. Yeah, he lives. In I got to get out of the sports, his, out of his, sports his mind. His whole you know, mind in is in the locker room. Right. He's it's locker room talk everywhere locker he goes. Room talk just in everywhere the he dressing to be. room, right. you know. So, yeah, he would go to the Miss USA pageant. Some of the people who have come forward and said, like, yeah, he would, like, wait till it was like, okay, next up is the bikini session. And Donald Trump be like, uh, I've got to go inspect the facilities around here. Inspect the facilities. Just make sure everything's uh, on the up and up. Hey, how is everyone doing back here? Ah! Wow, classy. How did all this stuff just, like, wait until now to come out, you know? I mean, well, I th- some of those reports were out there previously, but okay. they were from a long time ago. Or mm-hmm. you know, he said it. I think he even said it on the Howard Stern show at one point. Like, right. I would go back there. You know, it's probably, I'm the judge. I got I I run it. I got to make sure everything's going good. So sometimes I'm around back there when stuff's going on. You know, he had like said that, but now it's like reports from the other side being like, yeah, no, it was not. It was real creepy. He would wait until I was changing and then just show up. And you're like, what are you doing here? But um, what about like? But now that he these tapes have come out and everyone's talking about it, people I think feel more secure. Okay. In being like, yeah, that no, that happened to me too. I get that. So yeah, I mean, because didn't where it's like, what are you gonna do? You're right. in the middle of the competition, changing into your bikini. You're gonna be like, stop everything. Like, Donald Trump just tried to look at me. You guys, it's live <laughs> TV. What? Hello. Right. No. This is yeah. Like that I, would go over. I real totally well. get it. Yeah. Um. Wasn't right. there an allegation? Or, that... Right after it happened, you know, you just run to the New York Times and you're like, "I'm Miss Alabama," you know, 2002, and Donald Trump creepily stared at me during the Miss USA right. competition. And you're like, like, "Yeah, no, we're not going to run this one." Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wah, wah. You're yeah. like, "Is this this no? This is too outrageous to be real. It has to be fake. It has to be overblown." But then you just look at the things he says. So he sends a, like a cease and desist letter to the New York Times saying like, I can't believe you printed this slanderous lies. Mm-hmm. And the New York Times publishes this response. All right. The essence of a libel claim, of course, is protection of one's reputation. Mr. Trump has bragged about his non-consensual sexual touching of women. He has bragged about intruding on beauty pageant contestants in their dressing rooms. Multiple women, not mentioned in our article, have also publicly come forward to report on this. Nothing in our article has the slightest effect on the reputation that Mr. Trump, through his own words and actions, has already created for himself. This is the New York Times yeah. response to Donald Trump. Yeah. This election is unbelievable. I mean, it's it's falling apart for him. It feels like it's falling apart for him. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, why now? Why is all of this stuff happening now? It's not like this was some locked away secret about him. So, right. I mean, if I was a genuine Republican that, you know, believed in conservatism, I'd be like, give me my money back. You know, like. Yeah, I'd be like. Give me my give me 
Yeah, so some people have reportedly tried to do that. Some oh. of these millionaires who have donated <laughs> to Donald Trump. They're pulled to bedfolds. Are like, yeah, no, I don't plead. This was not what I signed up for. Right. Like, please, please stop. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get off the ride. <laughs> Yeah, I remember early on in his campaign that there was reports when he started at his website after the convention, when you went to the website, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, sign up for a recurring donation. Oh, and then you couldn't unsign up right. for it. Yes. And then Classic. like two months later, you'd be like, oh, please uns- unsubscribe, please. And mm-hmm. like no one would respond. Yep. And then you'd be like, hey, you guys are, I need to cancel my credit card, I guess. Oh, no. Why are you yeah. doing this? Yep. That's the kind of high class, you know. Right. He's like, the people have already right. spoken. He surrounds himself yeah. with the best people. He mm-hmm. has the best brain. Mm-hmm. He is going to hire the right people. It doesn't matter if he's crazy. He's going to hire the right people to run everything. Yeah. Like his donations, like his, you know, public relations. They're doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, booking all those people, people dropping off of TV shows and stuff left and right. Because it's just ridiculous to defend him. You just can't. Yeah. What, what can you even say? about it at this yep. point but you know who is going to defend him is some of our own senators and congress people yes from nebraska yep so hilariously when the original trump tape came out uh where he said all those horrible things about you can do anything to women when you're famous you can grab them mm-hmm. all these people came out and said like he needs to step down uh, Deb Fisher, the senator from Nebraska, uh, Fortenberry, who is the congressperson for the Lincoln area, yep. uh, people who are running, uh, like Don Bacon, all came out with these statements saying, these comments are reprehensible. I you know, implore Donald Trump to step down uh, and let Mike Pence take over the ticket. You know, he's not fit to, to be president. Oh, yeah. And, you know, which you'd think would also mean like, and there's no way I can vote for you. But, of course, Donald Trump did not step down. No one expected him to step down. That was a completely empty, meaningless statement that was just like, he should step down. But if he doesn't step down, then I'll just I'll totally vote for him. Right. You know, that's really, you know, pulling back in a big way from your support there. Oh, yeah. And this is kind of how the hair splitting um in the words of Deb Fisher, ends up, you know, sounding, I was disgusted by his comments. As a woman and as a Republican, it was very upsetting to hear him make those remarks. But I know that he believes in the policies that I do with regards to regulation and tax reform, and that's what we need. (laughs) Right, which his policies are cut taxes for everyone, especially Mm -hmm. the super rich. They need the biggest tax cuts. Mm -hmm. And his policies on regulations are none right get rid of all D-reg, of them <laughs> you, know. you know none of this oh your samsung phone exploded mm-hmm. sorry whatever it's poisoned food whatevs <laughs> you know what the government wants to check your food check your own food mm-hmm. what is this the free market will decide whose food will poison you or not after hundreds of people die you'll figure it out and you don't buy from them anymore it's a great system she's done as the article says, you know, calling for him to step aside, she said he decided he has not or he was not stepping aside and I respect his decision. So, yeah. Well, so do you respect her decision to respect that decision? Uh, 
Let's let's weigh in with Lady Gaga. Okay. Oh yeah. I think Lady Gaga needs to settle this argument for us. Uh, yeah. Lady Gaga you know. tweets at Senator Fisher, "You are a female senator supporting misogyny, putting our daughters in danger. Has your young courage faded? Blasted <laughs> by Gaga. Seriously. Gaga weighing in on the Nebraska Senate race. Well, let's actually, just... she's not even like up for re-election. There's no reason she even needs a comment. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm sure that she read it with a poker face. Po- 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 poker face. Maybe Although I guess can... at this point, it's pretty awkward to just be a Republican that's not being like, what's up with Trump? And you're like, I'm staying out of this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is what everyone's doing No now. comment. Right. No comment. No, I, we're, I don't talk about him. He's res- running for president for my party, but I don't, we don't talk about him. I respect his right to choose to <laughs> run for president after assaulting a bunch of people. <laughs> you know? It, it's kind of too bad, but that really kind of just underscores the team aspect of it. And, you know, I honestly, Ben Sass, I don't necessarily agree with any or all of his politics or policies as, you know, conservative congressman. But at least, you know, he's not flipping back and forth on the issue. You know, Ted Cruz, for a long time, oh. people could say, look, man. Say what you want about Ted Cruz, but that dude is not backing down. He's not going to endorse Trump. And then he finally right. does at the worst possible time. Oh, God. And now, like, he just did. And yeah. so now he has to deal with this. Like, oh, you know. It's the, yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm going to stand up to this and I'm not going to do it. Yep. And then, that dude why would he change his mind? Wife. I guess people were pressuring him, saying, like, you'll never be able to run for Republican president in the primary again if you don't support the party's nominee like i just don't know why you would say that dude trump went he had already won the state and he went on tv to be like ted cruz said some you know mean stuff about me after i tweeted how ugly his wife was and his dad used to hang out with lee harvey oswald in cuba oh he really said that yes did ted cruz's dad hang out with leo no, there's like a picture in the national Enquirer where a guy that like, oh. looks like maybe he could be ted cruz's but like you have no idea that's his like source it was like in the national Enquirer. there's a picture or whatever uh so he went on and he was like yeah he was like don't vote for ted cruz his dad killed jfk basically uh after he had already won, there's no reason for him to attack Ted Cruz anymore, right? This is after right. he got into a Twitter fight. This is like Trump stuff that's so old. It's like you even forgot this ridiculous <laughs> nonsense happened. But Trump went on Twitter and like posted a picture of Ted Cruz's wife and was like, his wife's way uglier than my wife. Ha 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 ha. But it was because... Because Ted Cruz's, the super PAC related to Ted Cruz posted the naked pictures yeah, it was Trump's something like wife. that. They had yeah. they had said something about like, oh, Trump's wife is you know posing nude. You know that's not classy for America. Mm-hmm. And then Donald Trump was like, way classier than that hag. Right. It's like wow, <laughs> like that. That's how low it goes. Really and then this guy to, to do all that. Then he finally turns around at the last minute and says like, okay, I'm voting for Donald Trump. You got to elect Trump. Like two days before this tape comes out, where everyone's like, "Never Trump, what were we thinking? We're so right. sorry." Right. And then he hit, there's a video of him making a phone call mm-hmm. where he doesn't say Donald Trump's name. He's just like, "I just wanted to remind you to come out to vote on November eighth, and just vote, come vote, vote, vote hard." You know, uh, bye. Uh, 
<laughs> you could tell he really didn't want to endorse Trump, and now he must be kicking himself so hard. He was so close to the finish yeah. line. He was like yeah. playing a game of Trump chicken. Seriously. And he just lost. Yeah. Trump is the best. <laughs> Dude. You cannot beat him. Oh, man. that That's like that that scene in Footloose or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're playing chicken with the tractors. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like. Was that t- from the 90s? Was that from the 90s check? Ooh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I bet you it's from the 80s just because we're talking about it right now. I'm gonna guess ninety. Let's see. Ninety. I'm gonna guess ninety. Nineteen eighty four. Oh, I should have known. That was when I was born. I sh- I came out of the womb and just Footloose was on. Right Seriously, you know, I was four years old, cutting Footloose, <laughs> fighting for my right to dance. Right. In a small Christian conservative right. town, just like Gaga. So Gaga has Nebraska cred. Right. Oh yeah, hella cred. She used to perform at that club or whatever. At the Max. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, she'd do like secret shows at the Max uh, in Omaha, and she was like dating a dude from Omaha for like the longest time. So one time she did a song about Nebraska. Yep. Where she said Nebraska like a hundred times. Yeah. And it was kind of popular. It was weird. Yeah. But they filmed a video for it like a quarter mile from where we're recording this podcast from, like down this dirt road between here and Springfield. Gosh, I feel famous. <laughs> Country roads. Can you oh, feel can you feel the Gaga power just emanating oh, yeah. from kind of the 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 Southwest? The Everyone Southwest. likes Nebraska guys, <laughs> you know? The cool Nebraska Everybody, guys. seriously. That's how it is. Something about it. Whatever. So yeah. So but uh you know, Donald Trump's been having a little bit of a meltdown. Uh, I obsessively check the polls, and the polls are not good. There's there's some bad, some bad polls are happening for the Trumpster, right? Uh, showing that it's basically his support like dropped like a rock, right? Like people were much less likely to be supporting him. They have his his chance of winning right now at fourteen percent. Fourteen percent. That's pretty low. So eleven point five. If you go to the the like non-adjusted one or whatever so what's the smart thing for him to do and what's the smart thing i mean well is it, he's is had it, a smart things to do well they showed they had a poll where he was tied in a three-way race basically in utah between oh him and hillary clinton, hillary clinton. and this dude evan mcmullen right the who, cia former cia guy <laughs> yeah ex-cia mormon politician right running as like an independent candidate as like a write-in basically is he a politician like has he ever held oh, another not. office yeah i don't I mean, know i feel like you have to win an office you have to win an election before you can say you're a politician nope nope you have all to you have politic to do, right. a little well dude know? all you have to do is just like cut some videos on youtube and you know get dude, a lot of mormon it. retweets and oh, then yeah. you're just golden man you're getting 22 to 26 percent in utah support splitting the race between him and trump and then gary johnson with like 15 percent. yeah yeah it's nuts trump could lose utah in this election he could lose georgia he's probably already lost arizona you mean republican strongholds right okay it's pretty nuts um i mean there's really almost no chance for trump to win at this point i mean all he can do is to try to make it to tar the line. hillary clinton make hillary clinton as hated as he is he's halfway there and she's already hated quite a bit 
Yeah. Not very popular. Really, not a lot of enthusiasm from either party. Right. But the most ironic thing is that Hillary feels like, oh, now's my chance to win over Republican support. And will probably just start doing outreach to Republicans. Because she knows her base is going to vote for her anyway. Right. So at this point, it's like, oh, it's not even close. Instead of doing what my people want, I better, like, go start doing some Trumpy stuff to to make them feel better. Pulling Obama a little bit. (laughs) You know, like, yeah. Man, that was the thing that bothered me the most. I mean, I just... At a certain point, being a supporter, there's no benefit to being one right you know? well, and i also think like i don't know there, i've read some reports where a lot of there are a lot of republicans who have worked with hillary clinton over the years who say like I, yeah i'll work with hillary clinton um i'm willing to work with her you know after she's elected um uh, you know we've worked with her in the past and it's been great um you know work with her on stuff like you know 9-11 responder health care bills and, and stuff like that that republicans would shoot down you know against oh. me- some members of their own party um crying for support but bob dole taken to the senate floor or whatever being like you have to pass this bill and then they're like nah <laughs> uh so right there are some republicans that might support hillary but you just look at what it was like under obama no matter what he did he implemented their own version of health care mm-hmm. they treated it like it was the most ridiculous most toxic thing ever you yeah. know uh you know he tried to do so many things oh let's keep you know some of the bush tax cuts most of the bush tax cuts just maybe not for like the super duper wealthy mm-hmm. and republicans are like we're gonna defund the whole government if you try to do that <laughs> it's like what what yeah. are you even talking about um it's just so it's just so nuts and it makes me mad because the response as Republicans get more and more firm in their positions and start drawing lines in the sand, Hillary Clinton and Obama keep just saying like, Hey, well, let's just meet you halfway. And they're like, let's ban all the Muslims. And they're like, well, you know, let's meet you halfway. Right. We'll do extreme background checks, Mm -hmm. you know, on all of them. And then, you know, if we can't get enough info, well, sorry, you might be a legitimate refugee, but uh, Donald Trump's people don't really like you. So bye. Right. You know, that's what you end up with, which is like, that's not why we elected you to go halfway to Donald Trump. You know, that's not really where we want this conversation to be. Uh, and it's just, yeah, that's why it's just so depressing. But that's, I mean... And you've got people like Glenn Beck coming out saying, oh, you should vote for Hillary, basically. Uh, yeah. This election is insane. George H.W. Bush, Bush won. I'm voting for Hillary. Right. Barbara Bush voting for... It's like, what The list is, is getting happening? bigger every single day of Republicans I think there's like over 50... Present future i don't know <laughs> prominent republicans right. have declared like that they're legit just straight up voting for hillary not none of this like well i don't like trump but you know we'll, many, we'll see but many people don't consider trump a republican could it be the same thing i mean many conservatives are like well <clears throat> hillary's liberal on some things but she's really right. not that liberal i mean well and that's why i think this is i mean this situation is so crazy that I think it does kind of bring up the question of like if so many prominent Republicans are condemning Trump, who has a lot of support from within the Republican mm-hmm. party members, you know, the rank and file, has that much support, 
and you're having to condemn him and this is not support anything he stands for, what does it mean to be a Republican anymore? What is that party? Where? How can they be a unified party going forward after this? It It's really crazy what right. to think. I want to say that if Trump loses, like he most likely will, it looks like, that they could go back and just say, all right, Ted Cruz, you know, Ted Cruz is the guy. Uh, we're just going to go back to, you know, hardcore right wing, Republican, evangelical, Christian God. The Bible is law. You know, is that where they go? You know, who else? Or go where back else to could the Jeb go? Bush style. Right. I mean, well, I don't think Jeb's coming back for another round. No. Billy Bush, his candidacy is probably out. You know, he's next in line in the Bush dynasty. Oh, His yeah. reputation is just tarnished. He got kicked off Was it the an... Today Show Yeah. Uh, after the Trump tape came out. But yet Donald Trump's still running for president. The, the tape, the, he, he didn't even say the most right. reprehensible thing right. on the tape. Right. That whole situation is mystifying on a variety of levels. Of course, it's that. <laughs> that level is profound. The fact that Trump is still running for president and... Yeah. The guy who was standing next to him just saying like, ha ha, that's right, Don. Ha ha, yeah. you're crazy, man. Gets fired uh, from an Gets fired from, yeah, hosting entertainment news you know, on a morning show. show. Yeah. But the leader of the free world saying the more reprehensible things is like, well, you know, you know, it takes candidate all sorts, for, you know, he's real strong on immigration. And I like that. So. Right. Right. I mean, you know, anyone can consider themselves a candidate. <laughs> I'll overlook his sexual assault flaws because I just love will. his tax laws and regulations. <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, it is nonsense. Hold on. So the, that was the one mystifying thing. The other mystifying thing about it that I still can't get over is why didn't you, I mean, I don't talk to my cousins, but if I found out <laughs> that my cousin was running for office right. and I knew my cousin was running right. for office and somebody had a conversation with me right. that was terrible and was on tape, right. I'd be like, yo, man. And that person happened to be, you know, the opponent of my cousin. I would say, Hey dude, that, right. I just don't get it. I don't get how the Republicans Republicans could not get this kind of information. And then for you to be so close to the person that would have it. Like, yeah. And well, and it's funny too, because there's reports of that. He like told people who work on the today show with him, like, man, I got these crazy tapes, you know, it's like, what are you doing? And so you'll literally, fact, he, I believe NBC who owns the today show had the tapes. They were made aware of the tapes and they were looking at them. They had them for four days. And they were like, what are we going to do with these tapes? Uh, should we release them? That, you know, even though they got Trump saying all these horrible things. Oh, but Billy Bush is on him. He looks really bad, too. Maybe we can edit out Billy Bush. Oh, I don't know. And so apparently someone involved was like, this is ridiculous, NBC. Took the, the tape, the recording, and leaked it to that dude at the Washington Post uh. who did all the Trump charity investigations and was like, this dude will publish it. So some guy at NBC who was like sitting on the tape and wouldn't release it leaked at the Washington Post. He's like, I'll post it in like three hours. Right. <laughs> um, I'll whip it up here real fast. It's crazy. See, I, I'm i glad that you made it sound like that because for a little while there, I started thinking, man, these networks, maybe they were holding all this shit because they never intended for him to be president, but they wanted to be able to like well, you make the ratings. Ratings, man. Exactly. Oh, they I make mean, billions 
selling all these political ads with you know, and all with the super PAC money yep. flowing in from billionaires and billionaires, they yeah. can just charge even more. Yeah. Even though, you know, in this race, Trump's like not even buying ads. He's just getting the the airtime for free. Well, that was But the Hillary thing. Clinton's still pouring millions into it, you know, just because why not? I got all this money. Right. What else am I going to do with money but buy television right. advertisements that everyone hates? See, but I feel like that's part of the thing now. I mean, it was like he was he was sort of losing. He wasn't buying into it. And they're just like, F it now. You know, we're just going to drop these. You know, it doesn't matter. So, you know, I know that that's not what it was. I'm sure that the timing's coincidental and everything. I just felt like, man, the Republicans really didn't do their homework. I definitely would want my money back. So... Are you on 538 over there? Yeah, dude, I check it nonstop. I check it a thousand times a day. I think they mess with it. I think they just, it's like a randomizer or something, so that it's like, it just makes you want to check it all the time, because it's oh. like always changing every time a poll oh, comes yeah. in. It just moves a little bit. Actually, this is a funny story. There's a there's a poll that's like a tracking poll that interviews the same group of people. It's like 3,000 people, mm-hmm. um, like every week or something during the election. To say, like, hey, calling you again. How how about this week? You still with Trump? Okay, bye. Um, Apparently, the way the poll works is 3,000 people, but they're sorted into these different groups. And so there's, like, oh, white, black, what age range are you in? Are you a man or a woman? Blah, blah, blah. And there's, like, one 19-year-old black Republican supporting Trump. But because there's so few of that group, Mm -hmm. his... Trump support is amplified like a gazillion times just because really? of the way that it's like, you know, so they'll be like, oh, he has 10% of the support, like of the 10 black Republicans that participate in this that are under right. 24. Like, mm-hmm. how many are there? You know what I mean? Right. There's like one, right? Yeah. So if he, he moves the needle that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say, like, you know, it makes it look like Trump has way more support because he's giving them, even if it's like, oh, it's like 5% of the black vote for under 24-year-olds, you know, mm. do you really think that that one guy is representative of 5% of the black population? Like, probably not, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, so it just inflates his numbers uh, to kind of mess mess with the polling. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy, this election, all of the, the stuff that just keeps coming out every day that just gets nuttier and nuttier. It pretty much seems to be every day, you know? I mean, it's like my friends at work, it's just like, you hear the latest thing that happened to you know i can't even keep up with it yeah and i feel like i just read the i'm just new doing nothing but reading the news constantly and yeah. it's like i can't even keep up with what is happening yeah it's just so nonsense. it's overload at this point it's like trump can you please build a time machine and go back and quit doing shitty things so that we can quit reporting on uh, it because i'm sure you've just done go, a ton of terrible things and go and back to, be to the fair, future lots of people have but but they usually don't run for president because of that, because they know that at some point, especially in the age of social media, all of this stuff is going to be found out. So do us all a favor and, and erase that from your past if you're going to continue, because I'm just burnt out on it. You know, it's it's flooring. But but at the same time, I just feel like there is less than a choice here. You know, I mean, to the rational person, I mean. Hillary's going to win, and that's fine. But nobody really had a choice in any of this, you know, at this point. Yeah, the fact that 
that, that these were the choices is is really upsetting. I right. mean, the two most unpopular candidates of all time. It just makes me wish that Bernie had won. Wouldn't that have been awesome? Oh, oh. it would have been great. It makes me wish that Obama would just be like, yep, everything that they said about me is true. Third term, let's do this. I'd, I would vote for him at this point. You Can would? you imagine? Dude, if it was Obama's third term or Trump, what oh, would man. you do? Come on. Dude. FDR I... served three terms. It was fine. FDR, I thought he did four terms. Or Maybe did he did he... do four. You're right. Maybe did he like, die halfway through the fourth or something? Maybe that. I don't mm, know. I don't know. I'll have to brush up on that history. <laughs> no. You know, I don't know, man. I The world, it Trump is scary. The world's not great right now. I mean, the stuff that's happening in Syria and Yemen and everything, I mean... But when I hear about those things, right, you got people like Gary Johnson running for president who were like, I don't even know what that is. What Aleppo? What's Aleppo? Oh, it's a city in Syria. Is that I'm not familiar with that. I thought it was a derogatory term for leprosy or something. But it's just been an absolute nightmare in terms of what do you do that's best for everybody in this situation. I don't know. Well, I can't wow. wait for the third debate for us to figure it all out. When is the third debate? It's on the nineteenth, so it's like okay. next is like a week from now. Okay, good. We're definitely gonna cover that. Yeah. And well, before that happens, I do wanna I do wanna do a sports related episode, you know. Uh, flannel jersey, I wanna bring it out. Yeah, oh absolutely. We gotta don the flannel jersey here. <laughs> like always. Yeah. I wanna bring it out on a high note. Okay. What do you got? You got anything? <laughs> well, let's see. A high note. Bring it out on a high note. Oh, yeah. You know what? I've got something. The album, this new album by Banks and Steels. Have okay. you heard of them? Mm-mm. Okay. So Banks and Steels is kind of like this super group. It's a hip hop infused with rock group. And it's the RZA from Wu-Tang Clan. And I think the lead singer from Interpol. Wow. Um, rapper RZA. And I've only listened to about four or five tracks on oh, the, it's album, like the album but it is amazing is there a standout standout track yes giant the first one blows you away it's really good oh, i'll have to Riz cut is it great in there i have to cut it in yeah you you, you got to roll a little bit of it here <laughs> yeah i mean it's great it's so good But I'm really looking forward to listening to the whole album. I told my buddy at work, you know, we should talk about it sometime. He has his own hip-hop Facebook group that's pretty popular. So I was thinking we should maybe listen to the album and bring him on sometime. That'd be awesome, chat about that or chat about hip-hop in general. It'd be great. So Totally. Well, thanks for bringing it out on a high note. Yes. Ending it. Ending the Liquid Flannel podcast in style. Absolutely. Check the the album out. And um, we will keep trying to bring it out on a high note be positive and keep you informed on everything going on so um, once again this is chuck and i'm brendan and this is uh liquid flannel podcast we are signing out good night everybody Boom. Let's-